Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Hey guys, this is Sunaina. I hope and pray you and your loved ones are doing well. And I would like to thank each one of you for tuning into the latest edition of Toxie Exo Life. Much has changed since we recorded this podcast episode several months ago. What hasn't is the hope, the will to keep going and the intent to inspire, to believe, to lead, to love. And what better way to translate this current dichotomy and chaos we face than immersing our experiences into art? See what form it takes to the gift of color, which is why we believe this episode with the immensely talented Padmakar Kapagantula, HR Director of Bharat Petroleum or PPCL, is such a wonderful listen. Now, not only is KP or Paddy as his colleagues call him affectionately, an admirable people leader, but also an artist. We explore his love for paintings, photography, people, books, music, along with his formative years, career, and interesting insights into leadership and people management. In this first segment, we delve into Padmakar's childhood, a wonderful world of imagination, as he puts it, surrounded by his favorite books and illustrations, which provided a painfully shy boy a cocoon to discover and nourish his artistic skills as a young child. He speaks of his growing years, his first painting of a blue elephant as a young kid, the role of his immediate and extended family in influencing his perspectives and rooting his artistic frame of mind. Happy listening. Padmakar, hi. Um, welcome to Talk Sexo Life. It's great to have you on our show. Thank you very much. Thanks for looking at us, Sanjay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, as you know, we showcase stories of business leaders who uh, follow a passion outside of work. And uh, there are three striking aspects about your story. One, uh, the reason we're having this very colorful conversation, uh, your talent, uh, the way you magnificently put these wonderful, lovely pieces of art on canvas. Second, also, um, um, it's quite rare these days, you mentioned on your LinkedIn profile for an for an employee to have remained with an organization for, you know, <laughs> for three decades plus. Yes, and uh, that's, that is also very uh, fascinating, coupled with, of course, you're an HR leader. And the third, your initiative to build, uh, your team's initiative to build, uh, you know, I passion, uh, which we think we, it's commendable uh, to have thought of such an unique concept you know, which uh, I wonder how many corporates are really doing this, you know, walking that mile and trying to engage employees based on passion and you know, making those passion-based communities. And we'll tackle all of these various aspects sure. on the course of our conversation. Um, now, to begin with, would you just share with us a little bit about your childhood? Uh, who influenced you the most? And what are your uh, earliest, you know, uh, memories which you think might 
might have shaped you since you're an artist? <laughs> yeah. Um, my memory runs pretty deep and my earliest memory goes back to when I was two years old or so, shockingly. So, so for a long time, I used to wonder if it was true, if it was validated by my mother. Yeah, those things did happen. So one thing is I have a very strong visual memory even today, uh, going back up to a very long time back. So in terms of significant characters, there were many. Uh, but I think I must say that the most important of all these were my father and mother, very protective and very, very sensitive in terms of the way they brought me up. And uh, both my grandfathers, they were very powerful figures by themselves, completely self-made. Uh, they brought up the families from nothing to a lot of things and very strong characters. I think somewhere that uh, also played a very strong, significant influence. And there were many um, adults who were also very tender and caring in terms of dealing with me because I was a very shy young person, uh, child, at the same time shy of playing out, a more a Hindu character. But they understood my sensitivities and then they were very sensitive in terms of dealing with me. So I'm very grateful to a lot of them in terms of uh, uh, having left their influences on me. So I could appreciate a whole lot of things about uh, the sense of space, dignity, boundaries, and um, so what not to be was what I learned. And in the process of imbibing what I should be by picking up many things from them. Right. Would you say that, that um, you know, when you begin as a child, you're an introvert, you spend a lot of time with yourself. Does that give an added advantage of perhaps knowing who you are and then figuring out the world through the prism of, you know, what you see and that kind of even enabled you to be, get that artistic bent of mind? Sure. Um, in the school also, I used to come across a lot of bullies because I was not a big built person. Right. I was very small, normal. So my brother was fairly protective about me and mm -hmm. then there were some other brother-like characters who are family, friends, children. And so therefore, I used to read a lot. And at my home, my mother and my, her father, they used to read quite a bit. So at an early age, I was introduced to a lot of adult literature of some kind, right. which was like, oh, Henry's story, right. The Last Leaf. Mm -hmm. So those had uh, made me look at life from a very different perspective, whereas outside it was the world of police. So, in a way, you end up growing to be very idealistic in terms right. of what the world ought to be rather than the way it is. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it influenced quite a bit. Reading all the books, all the literature in Telugu and English. So, these were the two primary languages I grew up with. I understand that because I used to be somewhat the similar, similar mold. I mean, not bullying or thoughts, but yes, I was quite introverted. So, what I would do is just keep on reading books, you know, right. anything that would come my way. My mom's books, uh, textbooks that used to be there. I used to read the late ninth grade literature, which was, you know, Charles Dickens, Oliver Twist, you know, all of those things. Uh, I think it gives you a very different view, right when you're young, you know, that it opens up an entire world and perhaps you mature, mature a little bit more. And you're the second, uh, I think, in the three. Uh, as the middle child. The middle child. So, always has a drop. Uh, <laughs> in a way. Middle children are like middle class. <laughs> they're, they're not really figured out. Either the top class or the bottom level. So you don't really know. 
but yeah, you know, you're very right. That time, uh, the Soviet literature was very cheap. Right. Um, they very brilliant exactly, uh, yeah. caricatures mm-hmm. as well as illustrations. Right, illustrations. And books course. were not really available. Right. So you had to go to the public libraries for men for children, which mm-hmm. were typically kept in gardens, I don't know why. Yeah. So I remember my sister and I used to walk down there and pick up and get all these books. So it was a wonderful world of imagination that I grew up in. <laughs> would you take up anything that illustrations that you would see and you would try and sketch it and draw it and things like that? How did it begin the whole um, fascination of drawing? I don't distinctly recall, but I recall one episode where I was, uh, you know, one, the neighborhood auntie kind of was admiring the goddess picture of Lakshmi I painted as a four, five-year-old child probably. Oh, okay. So they said, uh, it's beautiful. Now, I don't recall, I don't have the picture right now. Mm. And uh, so then we had a family friend who was a very close friend of my dad and mom. So they used to go for all the movies together, the Western movies. Mm. And they used to bring books home about the movie and uh, they would read up and then go, so they would appreciate it better. So he somewhere, uh, he was also introverted and so he understood probably my position. And so I still remember one day he brought some paper and then uh, Camlin watercolors and brushes and said, yeah, what it is. is. So I, I just opened and sat and painted an elephant and painted it blue. So I remember that. So, of course, that's some of the earliest. That was my introduction to paintings. And I had an uncle, my mom's uh, elder sister's husband, mm-hmm. the doctor, who was also a self-made uh, painter. Mm-hmm. I used to admire his works quite a bit. And he also used to encourage me to paint a lot. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask you, in terms of the childhood as well, you were brought up, where were you born and brought up? Um, yeah, I was born in uh, a town called Repale in Andhra Pradesh. It's near Kuntur. That's my mother's place. And those days, childbirth used to take place in Yavon. Mm-hmm. So they had a maternity room. So that's how it was. Um, we are Andhra people. So my dad was born brought up in Chennai. And he was a chartered accountant. So he used to work with TBS. So long time we were brought up in Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price.